In the next 10 minutes, I'm going to talk about essentially what Matt was just laying out, which is one aspect of the Cold War that we're engaged in right now. Uh, the one that I'm particularly concerned about is a conflict over the infrastructure of our country, the big, physical, connected stuff that makes our way of life work. We refer to this as the American industrial base. You may have heard it referred to by other terms. What war? So over the past 30 years, the Western world has embarked on a terrifying project, and that's to turn nearly everything that's not a computer into a computer. Cars, coffee mugs, factories, football stadiums. Simultaneously, we've been shifting our entire manufacturing base over to China, including the electronics that govern all that stuff that's connected to all that stuff. Embedding compute has produced fantastic efficiencies, but by removing humans has meant trading predictable downtime, people get sick, for the unpredictable downtime of potential digital catastrophe. In the early 1990s and the early 2000s, uh, cyber attacks against industrial infrastructure were essentially the stuff of Hollywood. Uh, but I think as everyone here in the room remembers, in the early 2010s, elegant computer viruses uh, very publicly destroyed a key Iranian nuclear facility and illustrated to the world just how vulnerable digital equipment was to remote sabotage. Where are we today? I would point you to the 2019 Director of National Intelligence's annual threat assessment uh, where he says, and I quote, uh, Russia and China have for years conducted cyber espionage to con collect intelligence and target a critical infrastructure to hold it at risk. In just the past two years, we've seen oil pipelines, cream cheese factories, meatpacking plants, steel mills, rail lines, and water treatment plants all targeted and affected by malicious cyber actors. Some were military hackers, but others were simply ransomware gangs or disgruntled employees. Bottom line, the stuff we're building is no longer our own, even when we have possession of it. Not only is it manufactured in a hostile nation, but it's then connected to a hostile internet. Like the famous mathematician who described a key concept of quantum physics, with a cat that was both dead and alive at the same time. Today, I propose what we have is Schrodinger's infrastructure, an industrial base that's simultaneously compromised and non-compromised. We'll find out which one it is when the PLA leaves for Taipei. This is an intellectual challenge for most Western minds because it means that much of the decisive activity of a future conflict is actually happening now. As a malicious cyber actor is jockey to gain access to critical systems such that they can be taken down when conflict ultimately comes. What's the solution? I propose three. One digital, one industrial, and one mineral. On the digital front, my, my company, Galvanic, is building software to continuously monitor complex industrial facilities for malicious cyber activity. Our tools, along with traditional antivirus offerings, are really critical to fighting back against the activities of our adversaries in cyberspace as they attempt to reach out and compromise these types of industrial facilities. But on the industrial front, we must continue the work that Matt and I started and, and President Trump led to level the manufacturing playing field by pursuing policies that make it much less attractive to outsource to a nation whose leaders are 
nearly explicitly waging a war against us. Read the Chinese national security law, Chinese cybersecurity law, any number of other uh, Chinese documents that, that hold the weight of law. Uh, and what you'll see is that the Chinese Communist Party can secretly mandate things like manufacturers install tools for sabotage on equipment that they're literally shipping over to the United States. The result is equipment whose integrity cannot be evaluated. It's unlike mechanical stuff, where if it breaks, you can fix it. You know how it works. Digitally controlled industrial equipment manufactured by companies that under Chinese law must follow the secret orders of the Communist Party have no place in the American industrial base. It's up to folks like us in this room and those watching at home uh, to work to aggressively phase this equipment out and create the conditions for replacement of equipment designed and then exclusively manufactured in the United States. How might we do this? By targeting supply chains in communist China and levying tariffs against them. There are any number of other activities as well. If you open up the tools available to US policymakers, they are uh, filled with capabilities that we've not yet used or used in the far past in order to pursue these types of goals. Finally, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the mineral situation. It's time for us to make it easier for American companies to extract raw materials from our great land. We have vast, untouched mineral reserves, and after extracting them, our companies must be able to easily build new refineries along with the power plants necessary to operate them. In closing, Next Generation Connected Industrial Equipment presents both an opportunity but also a threat to the American way of life. When manufactured in China, this equipment gives our adversaries an easy opportunity to install malicious software that can be activated at a time and place of their choosing. Even when not manufactured abroad, it creates an attack surface whose potential risk we can only evaluate in retrospect. And our adversaries are using both the manufacture and the connected nature of these industrial systems to enable their destruction at a time and place of their choosing. Our society has already made the decision to pursue these types uh, of industrial systems and networks. Uh, and so it's our job now to buy down risk. And we need to not only protect these platforms digitally, but return their manufacture to the United States, and therefore taking them out of the hands of the Chinese Communist Party when they're being built. In other words, we've been fighting a war, we just didn't understand we were fighting it and losing it. Now we do, and we know how to win it. Tariffs, workforce training, mineral extraction, reindustrialization. The United States has a generational opportunity to become the manufacturer of first resort for free nations around the world. It's time to bring back the arsenal of democracy. Thank you.